You're listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel bosses just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by launching digital products online. I'm your host, Eden Freed. Let's learn to launch. back rebels joining us today is natasha host of the shine online podcast and an instagram strategist that helps small businesses shine online i really wanted to cover instagram reels on the show and if you know me at all you know that i am not instagram savvy by any means so i knew i needed to pick somebody else's brain and the first person that I thought of was Natasha. So I asked her to come today and chat with all of you because she truly is a queen. I am not kidding when it comes to Reels content and also just Instagram content in general. She actually hosted a 30-day Instagram Reels challenge when Reels first rolled out. And that challenge helped her experiment and learn a lot about how Reels work, how to leverage them, and how to use them in your business strategy. We are so lucky to be able to pick her brain today. Before we dive in, let me ask you this. Do you want to learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, and if you haven't done so already, grab the free roadmap over at edenfreed.com forward slash RBL. Again, that's edenfreed.com forward slash RBL. Okay, let's turn it on over to the interview with Natasha. Natasha, so happy to have you here today. Thanks for having me. All right. So you are the go-to person I thought of when I was like, who can talk about reels? Because <laughs> yes. I certainly can't talk about reels. <laughs> so I need somebody to somebody else to do that. Um, before That's what we're going to be talking about today, how reels can be incorporated into your launch strategy. Before we talk about that, get into the good stuff, tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, the work that you do, anything that you feel like is interesting to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm an Instagram strategist and I really focus on helping people show up authentically on Instagram, really love their strategy, have fun with it, but it also being profitable when it comes to selling their offers, their products and everything like that. Um, and I'm really big on storytelling and creating those connections on Instagram, which obviously is really great to do with video and reels has rocked my world ever since it came out as an Instagram strategist. So, um, um, I've really seen that it's been just such a great resource for people. Um, and right when it came out, me and one of my um, colleagues, we were like, let's do this crazy 30 day reels challenge. And so that was like almost a big experiment to see like what type of reels content worked and how often should you post. And, and I feel like I've been experimenting ever since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how in the world did you get into Instagram strategy? Like what was that? what happened there? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I kind of came from a journalism background. I really loved writing and telling stories and connecting with people. And um, that eventually led me into the public relations world because everyone told me, you know, journalism's dying in art, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I kind of started doing PR and I took a lot of um, marketing internships, digital marketing, and was kind of just learning social media, blogging, content creation, and everything along those lines. And then eventually once I started 
started to do my own thing and I started my business, um, I kind of realized really quickly that offering all the social medias was not going to be sustainable long-term. And so I kind of just thought like, what did I think moved the needle forward the most for small businesses? What I feel like applied to a lot of different types of offers or business types and what I enjoyed the most when it came to telling stories and writing copy, which is what my background kind of came from, but also bringing in visuals and videos. And I just thought Instagram was the perfect platform for it. Okay. So digging into your obvious expertise in Instagram, tell us for those of us who are like, I don't even know what a reel is. What, what are they? Like, I mean, they're a competitor to TikTok, right? Yes, exactly. Instagram really likes to copy platforms. Um, So it is Instagram's try at TikTok, which is a short form video platform. And it's known for looping videos. So what I mean by a looping video is it doesn't start and then end and then either move on to another piece of content or you're done with that, that video. It will continue to play and loop, which is kind of what makes them so engaging and is what kind of builds the culture around that type of video content. So there's usually some type of audio or music, whether it's voiceovers or it's a trendy sound or music. Um, There's usually some type of text element um, and it tends to be very snappy, entertaining, um, very concise and often comprised of a lot of different clips and elements in the types of videos. There's so many different types and I'm sure we can maybe break that down the types of reels to create, but that's overall the type of content. So So when I mean short form right now, it's 15 to 30 seconds long, which is super, super short. Um, And they just recently said, and probably by the time you're listening to this episode, um, that they're moving to 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of that next progression, but still, still short. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. You said um, you described reels as engaging. And the first word that comes to mind when I think about reels is addicting. Do you feel like there's an addictive nature to them? Definitely. And I think it's the way that TikTok and Reels are created when you're scrolling specifically on the Reels feed or the TikTok feed. You can just scroll and scroll and scroll and the algorithm is intended to show you really great content that it thinks you like. And it is short. It's like getting like this little short dose of excitement or entertainment or a laugh or a really great tip Um, because they are so digestible. I think that's why they have their very addicting nature, um, which is why I think it's really seen a lot of great success on TikTok. And now as it's transitioned over to Instagram and its own version. So before Instagram rolled out reels on their platform, I was exploring TikTok, like I'm sure lots of other people um, were doing at the time. And I remember thinking to myself, how in the world can I find a place for my business on TikTok? Like it feels very young and um like teenager land right um (laughs) and you know reels i are very similar and so so what do you say to people who are like i don't know if i or my business has a place using reels on the platform definitely and i think that TikTok makes anyone feel old. It's just how it is. (laughs) But I think that I've seen so many brands, specifically on TikTok, also seeing it with Reels, 
where they will just take off. And I think there's a few things. I think the first thing is understanding how to leverage trends and humor and those entertaining elements. Um, I think if that is appealing to you, which is the very important key thing, um, as long as you're making it relevant to your niche and your industry and what your target audience is interested in, that is a really great way to create those connection points, to show your personality, to kind of leverage what I think is so appealing about that type of content. Um, and I think the other thing is that while TikTok and Reels are known for that kind of more entertaining content or dances and, and music and those types of things, you absolutely don't need to use those at all. Um, inherently using Reels means you just need to create short videos that give something valuable to your audience, whether that is a laugh or if it's a really quick digestible tip. So I think, um, well, I think pointing and dancing and trends are totally fine if that's appealing to your brand and that's something you wanna leverage and make sure you're doing that spin on making sure it's relevant to your industry. But also like literally just pull out your camera and talk to camera, just like you would on Instagram stories. Or if you have a physical product or a digital product, like show something, demonstrate something. Um, I think that can totally be a way to almost stand out because you're going against the norm of what we typically see on those platforms. So let's dive into a specific example of a, a potential business. You know, a lot of people who are listening, I would say most, are people who either have a course or they have um, a template pack they're trying to sell, something digital like an ebook, um, and they are using social media, obviously, to promote their business. So what what kind of reels would be um, ideal for somebody like that to create. You mentioned there were a few different types of reels. What would those be? Definitely. Um, so I find there's three main types of reels, entertaining reels, educational and inspiring. So entertaining, we've already kind of touched on the trends, the music, the dancing. Um, and I think those are really great for adding that spin. That's very unique. So let's say I'm using a really funny sound and I'm going to talk about instead of fears related to whatever the trend started with, I'm going to talk about fears related to Instagram video. So I'm tying it back into what I do, what my products are about and different things like that. Um, but I think it's great for showing personality, especially because I think some people really love being funny and they love showing their personality. And so that's kind of where that would fly in. And of course, those more entertaining reels are going to get even bigger reach, which is a huge benefit of using reels is you're likely to get thousands and thousands of views, even if you only have a very small audience. Um, and then I think the other side is educational, which I think as a digital product creator, this is such a great one to leverage um, because you can be teaching, showing, and giving people something that they can just digest really quickly and leave knowing how to do, which is really great for positioning yourself as that expert. So tutorials, um, doing little mini trainings, giving quick tips or hacks, those are all content that performs super well in Reels and is what I love to lean on specifically for being strategic and, and making sales. And then we have inspiring, which I think can be used very smart as well. And that's kind of telling a story, whether it's a transformation, maybe it's a client transformation of them using your product before and after, um, or it could be your story of just how you started your business and why you were searching for this solution and what problems you found in your industry and, and things like that. So kind of bringing people through a story where there is that clear start and like, where is the ending and where is it taking you? 
So I think by thinking of your reels in those three realms, you can clearly see what maybe is the most appealing to you, what you want to lean into for your brand, but also how you can use all of them maybe combined. Like I love combining maybe using an entertaining trend or sound, but giving tons of educational value in the caption that I'm providing. So there's kind of a lot of different ways to go about that. And when it comes to selling your products, which of course is what we want to do, I think it's important to first understand how people are finding reels because half of the people, well, not half, but in general, there's two people you're reaching, you know, one of them are going to be, you know, that insane amount of reach that you're going to get. I mean, you could reach, I've had reels reach a hundred thousand views, which is insane. It's way more than my internal audience. So you have to understand that those kind of more quickie, quick, snappy, um, maybe not as specific, but can reach a broader range of people. That's, what's going to be great for reaching reaching new people, which inherently grows your audience, which means they can eventually become a customer or a client. Um, but then there's the other side of that, which is nurturing your current audience, which I think not enough people focus on enough because taking someone that you reach organically through reels and converting them is going to take a little bit more time to warm them up and for them to become a customer versus how can you create reels content that really serves your current audience really well, that they're going to see on your feed. They're going to see you sharing that reel to your stories. Um, how are you answering their questions and diving deeper on the topics that you're maybe already creating content around in your courses or your eBooks or things like that? Um, so I think it's kind of important to think of like, do you want to get your audience a little bit bigger? So you have more of a lead pool that you can pull from, or do you want to nurture your current audience? And of course a reel can do both. Um, but that's why I think understanding, okay, am I trying to get in front of more people, leverage those entertaining trends, give quick tips that kind of apply to a lot of people, or can I really lean into maybe really diving deep in the education realm and serving your audience so well that they are so warm and trusting of you as a product creator that they know they're ready to make that purchasing decision. So it sounds like either way, whether, you know, your ultimate goal is to, to grow and scale and reach new people, um, or you're trying to nurture your existing audience, either way, it sounds like the way to leverage reels in your sales strategy is not to just overtly promote your product in the middle of the first reel that you ever create, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a common misconception is that, okay, great. I'll just use a reel. I'll talk about my products and we can definitely talk about when that is a really great place to be. Mm -hmm. But overall, I found that by really using your reels to nurture your audience, warm them up, build that trust, position yourself as an expert because you're using one of the newer types of features on Instagram. Um, I think all of that is really how you're going to very naturally make sales. And sometimes I give a lot of value in my reel. I give a lot of value in my caption and my call to action might be like the last line in my caption or a nice little PS like PS. Did you find this reel really helpful? Here's this resource that dives a little bit deeper and those will make sales. You know, you don't always have to directly sell and show your amazing template pack to really see those great results. Yeah, I think um, it, it sounds like, or what this is making me think of is show, don't tell. Like you don't need to say, Hey, I have this product. It's going to help you just show that you know what you're talking about. And it sounds like Reels is a great approach to doing that. Definitely. 
All right. So lots of introverts listening. I am included in that. Um, personally, I don't like to be the face of my, my company, of my brand. I'd like to hide behind a camera. That's why I have a podcast and not like a, a, you know, a video series. What do you say to people like me who do not want to have their voice, their face? They just don't want to be public like that. Yeah. And I think I totally get that. And there are ways to create videos that maybe don't show your face. Like if you're demonstrating something, if you're doing a tutorial or like a screen share, um, you know, there's definitely ways that you can create content that does avoid showing your face. But I think specifically with reels, I've noticed, even if I just like am doing a quick introductory clip, maybe I'm not talking to camera. Maybe I'm just like holding up a number or pointing to some text. Um, it's kind of makes a little bit more accessible versus talking on camera for 10 minutes. You know, you can just use music or you can use trends or you can use a voiceover. If you struggle with talking on camera and, you know, face-to-face, -face, maybe a voiceover is appealing. So I think there's a lot of ways that you can find of like showing your face maybe in five seconds of the video to make that personal connection and then leaning on demonstrating things or showing, you know, cutaway clips or different things like that. So it feels a little less intimidating. Um, but I know it's, it's really tough, but hopefully I think reels can be a really great vessel for kind of understanding how to show your face. Cause I think like if anyone goes on their reels feed right now, you might see some content without it, but I think having that face-to-face -face connection is what makes them perform really well. And with it being just 15 to 30 seconds right now, like you said, it, it might be that more accessible approach as opposed to going live on Facebook or totally. even live on Instagram. Yes. Um, curious if you can talk to us a little bit about the actual strategy in terms of creating the reels content you mentioned, writing captions and call to, calls to action. What are some best practices when actually creating the physical reel, not in terms of the video, but like the maybe hashtags, anything that goes into that part? Yeah, totally. So the first element I think is the best, most important thing, especially if you are uncomfortable on video is outlining your videos. It's a small step that will make the entire process so much easier, but it also will make your videos more strategic. So versus you putting up your phone and being like, okay, I'm going to film a reel about this topic and thinking off the fly, you're going to have this outline that's going to guide you through your entire reel. So what I usually get included in an outline is if I'm using a specific type of audio, so if I know I'm doing a voiceover, if I know I'm leveraging some type of music or sound, if I know I'm talking to camera, I'll first note that like, okay, this is gonna be a voiceover video. And then I go to the next step of outlining what are the main points are the main key takeaways I want people to take away from this video. So uh, something that I think is really helpful when it comes to reels is using a formula of threes. Um, in general, people really digest and lean on things that are created in threes, three steps, three hacks, three poses, three whatever. And it's going to really help you organize your outline. Um, so, you know, add in, what are those main takeaways? Is there a call to action? Is there a conclusion? Like, how are you drawing people into your outline and also making sure, are there any props? Are there any screen shares you need to get like kind of outlining all that type of thing? So that might take a few seconds for you to do, but you're going to use that also for your caption, um, which I can give some strategies on, um, a little later on, and then also use it when adding text 
text on your reels because adding text, whether you're transcribing kind of what you're saying, similar to what we see on stories, or if you are just adding context and adding those tips, um, like let's say you're just doing, you're, you're just pointing to music um, by using text, you're adding so much context to the actual reel, which is what your outline can guide you through as well. Um, and as for that caption points, um, I kind of think a captions the same as your regular captions. Um, so making sure that if you like to lean on shorter form captions, if that's how your brand voice talks, or if you feel like the video gives all the value, definitely keep it short and sweet and really focus on um, adding whatever they need to know to either continue watching the video or to engage in the caption. Um, but I like to have three main elements in my captions. Um, the first is going to be a really strong hook of telling them why they should care, why they should continue watching, what the video is essentially about and what they're going to leave with. Um, and then I like to give the value. So what are the tips? What are the main points? Um, what is the story that I'm telling? I like to have a lot of line breaks there. Um, no one likes to read a big blob of words. So adding in line breaks is really helpful. I love using emojis and bullet points and caps for adding attention and just making your captions a little bit more readable. Um, and then I like to end things with a call to action. Um, sometimes, especially if I know I'm serving my internal audience, um, I love to leverage um, engaging captions. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Did I miss any tools? Um, you know, which step are you excited to use? Um, or suggesting that they tag a friend that might find it helpful or share it to their stories as they think, you know, their audience would needed that tip or whatever. Um, so leveraging internal community engagement can really help your reels go a far way because if people are rewatching reels, if they're spending a lot of time in the caption, if they're commenting, if they're liking, sharing, saving, that's telling the algorithm, this is a really great reel. Let's give it tons of leveraging out into the reels algorithm and world. So that's kind of a great way to leverage that. But if you know it's something that really goes well with your product or your offer, then add in a call to action that pretty much just says, you know, if you found this valuable, here's this call to action, here's this next step, here's this product, here's how I dive a little bit deeper. Um, and that's how I like to pretty much structure my captions. Um, the only other element that you want to make sure you're really focusing on in that outline is a really strong hook. Um, we mentioned that we're going to have that in our caption, but especially if you're talking to camera, if you're using a voiceover, um, that first few five seconds or even shorter, that is the most valuable time you have to get people to stop scrolling and to get people to pay attention to your entire reel. Um, so really make sure that you're concise with your reels and you're giving a strong hook. Like, have you ever wondered how to do this? Um, here's three steps for doing that. Just really break it down in those first few seconds so you're not adding in any filler words because we really only have a few seconds to really leverage. So those are definitely my best tips for creating strategic content when it comes to like planning and filming your reels. Now, how do hashtags play a role in all of this? Yes. So um, for the 30 day reels challenge, overall, people that didn't use hashtags noticed that they would see less views and less reach on their reels. So I do think it's really beneficial to use hashtags on your reels. Um, and if you go to a hashtag and you see under the top posts, you'll see like a little really mini reels feed that have all the posts with the hashtags. So it's definitely going to be beneficial, just like you would use with your regular hashtags, you know, make their very, make sure they're very specific, make sure they're not too big. So over a million, um, and make sure that they're really niche and kind of describing what essentially you're talking about in your video. 
Now, based on your experience in the 30 day reels challenge and just in general since then, uh, what would you say is the best practice in terms of volume and quantity of reels? Like how often should we be creating and sharing? Yes. So for the 30 day reels challenge, it was six weeks and we were posting five days a week, um, for reels. We weren't posting any other type of content besides stories. And I saw an increase of 5,000 followers during that time. So pretty intense growth. Um, and then since then I've seen consistent growth by using reels. Um, and I found that minimally, if you can use at least three a week, I think that's great. Um, I think you have to also understand an Instagram reel is a feed post. It is shared to your feed. So it might mean just switching around your current schedule. If you're currently doing four posts on your feed, maybe you can make two or three of those to be Instagram reels instead. So I don't want anyone to freak out and think you have to add on to what you're already creating. How can you just maybe rearrange things to really leverage what Instagram is favoring? Um, Instagram has also said, I mean, they gave us this outrageous number of like post seven reels a week, nine reels a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it comes down to what is your capacity and how seriously do you want to take reels? Um, from what I've shared, you can tell the more you post reels, you're going to definitely see better results from them. And I have found that, um, when I consistently post reels, it will almost like push out my older reels, like a reel that's like a week old, two weeks old, will all of a sudden start getting really great engagement and reach. Um, so I think the more you can post on reels, the better, but just really be honest with what your capacity is when it comes to, do you have support with creating Instagram content? How much content can you repurpose? Um, Um, you know, how can you leverage things to make things easier and not very, very difficult for you? And also go back to the outlining tips that I shared and outline your reels. It will really help with batching your content. So you can get ahead of the reels that you're creating and not always have to be creating in the moment, essentially. Yeah, I think with with any social media platform, they're always going to reward you for spending more time on their platform. They want you to use all of the different tools they have and they want you to spend your whole life on there. Um, so I feel like it's it's funny what you said about Instagram saying, oh, you know, seven to nine times a yeah. week. Of course, of course they want you to post <laughs> multiple times a day. Uh, in reality, we don't all have that kind of time. <laughs> Totally. And even I don't post that many reels. I'd say like, if I can stick around three reels a week, I'm going to see really great results from it. And I just try to think if I have a topic idea, if I can put it into a reel, I try to lean that way versus other types of content. What else do you feel is important that we haven't already talked about um, when it comes to creating and sharing reels? I feel like those are the main ones. Um, I think the, the two things to reference, I know we've talked a lot about like trends, but also different types of videos. And I think that, um, there does need to be like a consumption stage. I usually don't really tell people to consume a lot of content because you can be influenced in a negative way. But I think with reels and the TikTok culture and how these videos form, I mean, when there's a trend and you think it's really relevant to your business, you need to hop on that. And it might just mean pushing your content that isn't as timely back a little bit. But also, um, I think that a lot of people get overwhelmed with TikTok and reels because they only focus on the trending elements. And what I love to do is whenever I'm planning my content, just like people maybe are already doing with their Instagram, sit down, figure out what your topics are, your frequently asked questions, you know, what's relevant to your offers, like outline all of that, make your little 
video outlines. And then you have content that can easily be posted all the time and super relevant. So you're not always chasing trends and musics and sounds. Cause I think that's where a lot of overwhelm comes, but um, definitely, I think that there's a lot of really great strategies. Hopefully people can start to use when promoting their products. Uh, and a great way to kind of dip your toes in the water, I think, is to just to observe kind of what's going on. If you're yes. totally new, like, you know, when I was on TikTok and I was like, I just stared at TikTok <laughs> for days. Like, what is this? What's going on here? Yes. But I think that there's something to be said for the fact that if you've never tried it before, just go see what other people are doing. Um, and you are doing a great job. So what's your uh, Instagram handle so everybody can go follow you and stalk you there? Yes. Um, it's at shine with Natasha. Definitely go check out my reels channel. And then I also have a highlight and a guide all about reels, tips, and strategies. If you want to visually see some of the tips that I've mentioned. Awesome. You can find, uh, Natasha's website at shinewithnatasha.com. Uh, definitely go follow her. She's also on Facebook. Um, she's an amazing person to learn from as I'm sure you can tell just by listening to her talk for the past uh, half hour on Instagram. Thank you so much for spending this time with us, Natasha. This was so, so great. Thank you so much. This was fun. Hey, Rebel Boss. Do you want to learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, grab the free roadmap over at edenfree.com forward slash RBL. That's edenfree.com forward slash RBL. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review and a share on social media. Your support really does mean the world. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.